Hello, 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 everyone. I hope you are well today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining me. For those of you that are new to the community, my name is Annette Ferguson. I am CEO of Annette & Co. I am a chartered accountant, financial strategist, and certified profit-first professional. And we help business owners take home more money from their business for them and their families to enjoy. Today's topic is looking at what, uh, hiring and looking at whether you hire for the role and teach the industry or hire for the industry and teach the tactics, teach the role. So when we are choosing to hire people to join us in our business, and I just want to uh, caveat what I mean by hire, because when I speak about hiring, when I speak about team, for those of you that are new to my content, what I mean is I don't necessarily mean an employee. I mean anyone who's going to be working with you in your business. So whether that's an employee, a contractor, a freelancer, a subcontractor, another business, whatever that is for you, that is what I'm talking about. So when I'm speaking about hiring and I'm speaking about team, I'm speaking about basically another body coming to help and support you. So that I want to be clear on as I am speaking about hiring, that is what I mean. I don't necessarily mean just an employee. So we have two choices when we are looking to take on a team member, when we're looking to hire into our business. And the two choices are, do we either hire somebody that has experience in that role before, but in a different industry that does not have experience in our industry? Right, we kind of had three choices. Or do we hire somebody who's got experience in the industry, but not in the role? Or do we hire, we've actually got four, or do we hire somebody who's got experience in both or do we hire somebody that's not got experience in either? Okay, so those are our, essentially our choices. We have a mix of those options, whether they've had experience in the industry or not, or whether they've had experience in the role or not. Okay, those are our choices when we are looking at taking somebody on board and when we are looking at hiring into our business. Now, if it is your very, very first ever hire, typically the easiest thing to do maybe to go with somebody who has experience in the industry and has done the role before. Because if one of those elements is missing, you do need to make sure that your internal training, your internal onboarding process is much stronger than it may otherwise be. Now, I do want to also put a caveat in there that regardless of whether somebody has experience in the industry and experience with that role before, you should have an internal training program, something that they can go through, resources that they can check and study when they come on board so that they can get up to speed with your business as quickly as possible. Even if they've got experience in the industry, even if they've got experience with this role, they need to understand your business. They need to understand your vision. They need to understand your voice. They need to understand your uh, values, your ethics, all those things they need to know so that they can support you so that they can turn up and show up in the way that they're supposed to for your business. So they do still need training, even if they have lots of experience in the industry and they have lots of experience with that role, they still need to know certain things. They still need to be trained in certain things. Okay. So please don't think because you hire somebody who has lots of experience in the industry and lots of experience with the role that you don't need to train them. That is not the case at all. Now, you probably don't need to train them on the tactics 
the individual things that they need to do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. And you don't need to give them the full lowdown of the industry, the terminology, those types of things, but they do, do still need to be trained on your business, on your terminology that you use, on your positioning that you have. So don't think that that's a quick fix, but it's usually an easier solution for your first hire than any of the others because any of the other versions need more training, coaching, and mentoring from you as the business owner. It's important at this point as well to note that your role as the CEO is to support your team supporting you. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Your role as the CEO is to support your team supporting you. If you're not able to fully support your team, they're not able to fully support you. So it's really important to remember that when you're taking somebody on. What that means is you can't just hire somebody, dump your entire to-do list on them and expect amazing results because you're not supporting them to support you. Okay, so you need to teach, coach and mentor them in how they should be achieving the results that you want to achieve and how they should be doing the things that you want them to do. Like I said, if you hire somebody who has experience with the industry and with the role, that coaching, mentoring and training may become slightly less, but it's still completely necessary. So we move into the next, the next of our options, which is somebody who has done the role before, but doesn't know your industry at all. So they know the individual tactics and how to apply them in a different industry to yours. So in this instance, you need to teach them about your industry. You need to teach them about, about the specifics, the terminology. You need to teach them how people think, how people speak, and those things. So there's a little bit more training involved here in getting them to understand that. But again, this can easily be part of your onboarding training when you're bringing on a new team member. This is stuff that you can record once, you can upload somewhere and it can be somewhere as easy as a Google Drive. And then when people come on board, you can direct them to that part of the training that they can then take with you so they can get up to speed quickly on your industry, on the terminology. You can give them books to read on the industry. You can give them things that are going to help and support them in their journey to learning about the industry. Okay, then we've got option number three, which is they have been in the industry before, but they don't know the role. They have not never done the role before. This requires a little bit more training. So you can see as we're going through these different options, there's more and more training that needs to happen when it comes to actually doing their job. In this instance, they understand the industry, but they don't know the actual ins and outs of their work. They don't know actually how to perform the tasks. They don't know the tactics involved in their role. So this, as I said, requires more training. You need to make sure that as part of your training, as part of your onboarding of the team, you have step-by-step step the actual things that they're going to have to do on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. This again could be checklists, it could be videos, screen shares that you've done. You could be setting aside time each day to have a one-to-one -one call with them, which you then record and upload somewhere for them to review later, which goes through the actual specific tactics, the to-dos that they are going to be doing, which they have never done before, so they do not know them. So you need to then have that in place if you are hiring somebody who has experience in the industry but does not have experience in that role does not know the actual tactics then you need to be prepared to teach them that 
So we've gone through the situations of somebody having experience in the industry and experience with the role. Then we spoke about hiring for the role and teaching for the industry. So they've experienced in the role, but not in your industry. Then we spoke about them having industry experience, but no experience in the role. Now we're going to take that a step forward. And that is they have no experience in the industry or in the role. They could have come straight out of university or school. They're just a complete newbie to this in its entirety. These people need a lot more handholding. They need handholding on the industry. They need handholding on the tactics. And if they are straight out of school or university, they probably need handholding on work in general. And some of the basics that you might think, why am I, why am I having to teach somebody this stuff? Well, we do because somebody has to teach them because at some point they're new to stuff and therefore we need to help and support them transition into work, whether that be their very first job, whether that be their first, you know, work from home job or their first, whatever it is, we need to help and support them to do that. So that is another layer of training that needs to happen. So what I hope um, you're getting to understand here is that there are various layers to helping, supporting and training our team members. And that is regardless of whether they are employees, contractors, freelancers, whatever term you're giving them, we need to be able to help and support the people that are coming on board to help us. Like I said, our role as the CEO is to support the people who are supporting us because if we don't support them, they can't support us. That's how it works. So we need to make sure that we have all the training that we can in place for them. We need to make sure that we have all the mentoring and coaching that we have that we can in place with them to help and support them through their roles. Do we always get it right as CEOs? No. No, we won't always get it right. We will mess up. We will make mistakes because that is life. But as long as we're striving to do our best in this area to support our teams, that fundamentally is what matters in getting our teams to perform at their highest possible level. And that is your role. That is my role. Getting your team to perform at their highest possible level is my role as a business owner. Because only when they do that can I have a business that is led by the team. It's not all driven by me. Only then can I have a business that I can take two weeks off, that I can have um, some time freedom from. And that is one big thing that I think most of us are probably striving towards. So when we are thinking about our hiring plan, we need to make sure that we are getting steps in place so that we are hiring based on the level of um, training and facilitation that we are able to do with our new team member. And incidentally, as I step through those things, so where you have um, somebody who has experience in the industry and also has experience in the role all the way down to no experience in either. That scale that I spoke about, that will also typically mirror the pay scale. So you'll pay much less for somebody who has zero experience in the industry or in the role, and you'll pay much more for somebody who has experience in both. But with that, with the difference in pay scale comes a difference in support that you need to put in as a leader as well. So making sure that those are aligned with your time and your money that you have in your business because they are linked 
to the output that you will be able to get from a team member. Now, the person with no experience in the industry and no experience in the role, you will pay less for them in the beginning, sure. But the massive upside of that is you can train them and teach them in exactly the methods and the ways that you want. They don't come in with baggage. That's a massive plus you do pay less for them. But of course, you hope that they grow into your business anyway. And then of course, they move up the pay scale that way too. But you do need to put more time in. So it depends if you are time poor or not as to which which level you want to go with. But bearing in mind that if you go with the person who has experience in the industry and in the role, they may want to try and mold things the way they want. And that may not necessarily be the way you want as the business owner. So you need to have that communication with them to be really clear on what your vision is, uh, to be really clear that they are able to execute based on that and not based on the historics they're bringing into the business and all the baggage that they're bringing with them because that will be there too. So again, it's really worth bearing that in mind when you are looking at hiring and you're looking on this scale of where do you go balancing experience in the industry and balancing experience in the role and what you want to look for with that as well. So that's another key thing that I want you to um, to layer in when you're considering either your first hire or your next hire in your business. Where do you go on that scale of you know your time and your money and what that looks like? The other real benefit of hiring people who don't have experience in your industry that I want to briefly speak about too is that they can pull in learnings from different industries which can massively benefit your industry. So I don't know about you, but I all the time look out with my own industry for inspiration of great things that can work in my industry that people are not doing at the moment. It gives me a massive competitive advantage and bringing in other team members who also have experience of other industries can also help with that competitive advantage for your business if they are able to pull from their learnings in other industries, ideas and thoughts that are going to be applicable in your industry that you can tweak, change, morph or whatever for your industry and for your business's success as well. So that's another thing to think about when you're looking at people out with your industry and bringing them into your business. Thank you, everyone who's tuning in and watching. If I appreciate your time. I know it's precious. So thank you for spending some of it with me today. Take care, everyone. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do like what I share, please do come and subscribe to the podcast. Perhaps even leave a review so that other people can find this podcast as well and benefit from everything that I am sharing. Also, if you enjoyed, I would love if you want to take a screenshot of this episode, share it out onto your social media platforms. If you do, please, please do tag me. I'm Annette underscore Fergs on both Twitter and Instagram. So if you tag me, I can come along, give you a follow, give you a like and some love over there as well. Until next time.